Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... um October 2nd. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready and Newman PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please fill the Google Sheet out. Those people who fill the Google Sheet out will get the preference. Only after we have leftover time, then we will go with the people who didn't fill the Google Sheet. Mostly it won't be there. So please try to fill the Google Sheet out. It will make easier. My team has already sent you the Google Sheet. Please fill the Google Sheet out, please. Aditya? Uh, hi. Yes, Aditya. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Thank I you have for stamped H1B with employer A with whom I'm working currently in India. Planning to leave employer A and travel on H4. Will not be with any employer during this time. Looking for opportunity to convert to H4 to H1. Question. Can employer A revoke H1B or will it become eligible if I have no employer? Can I just give employer A 7 So you are working right now. You you have stamped H1B right now, is that right? Yes, I have stamped here. And, and, yeah. and you are still in India right now? Yeah, still in India. Yeah, you can come back. You can come on H4. It doesn't matter if the company A revokes the H1B or doesn't revoke the H1B. You can always convert into H1B at any point of time in your life in the next 90 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though I wa- I'm not working with any employer? No, the question is to be counter toward the H-1B lottery. There are two, one of the two things must happen. You must be in USA with an I-94 in on H-1B, which you did not, or you must have got the stamping of your passport. Here you got your stamping of the passport, so you're good. Okay, okay, I follow. Yeah, that helps. Thank you much, Rahul. Next person, please. Yeah, hi, this is Yashwant here. Yes, Yashwant. Can AB1 International Manager Experience be a club with multiple locations outside USA, say four, five months from India, eight, nine months from Canada without any gap between India and Canada work experience? Hmm. I So you mean to say you're right now outside the country? Yeah, so but, I was on but, H1B. But, but, but the question, but, oh, but you, were you on the payroll of Canada or India? Yes, I am currently in payroll of Canada. Okay, so just one year back, I was under payroll of US and due to max out, I had to leave out out of US. And now my I-140 is approved, I might travel back in another six months or so. So I was just thinking like that one year that I was outside, can it be club from multiple locations or it has to be one single location? I really, I really don't know the answer for it though. Let me okay. find out the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will email it to you, whether you can club India 
and Canada together, I really don't know the answer. Okay. Okay. I, I was there in India for four months before I traveled. I got the your main question is whether you can club Canada and India to gain the one year experiences, right? I really don't yes. have the answer. Give me some time. I will. Uh, I need to know the answer first. So I, okay. I, I, it's a challenging question, which is which is within my jurisdiction. So I will learn and will let you know. There is Make a sure. lady by name Rebecca. She's expert in that. She will tell me. Okay. Next person, please. Vivek Thank Arora. You. Vivek. Go to the next person, please. Kajal. Yes. My H-1 was approved with my previous company, but my employment was terminated before October. My company is not confirming if they withdrew my H-1B. I have an offer with another company, but not sure. Well, you can always try transferring the H-1B application right now. Yes, uh, and also I'm worried because my uh, savings also got stopped, right? So I'm, I don't have any like uh, option. Yeah, to... I, would, I would file the H-1B transfer right now. But is there a way like they will confirm it before that, like if it is active or not? The problem is that the USCIS will not confirm it until after, uh, it, when they withdraw it, it will take about three to four months to reflect on their things. So is there a possibility, suppose they uh, uh, filed an application to withdraw it before October and my new employer also filed uh, the... Yeah, H-1B. And is there a chance that they may reject your H-1B because of that reason that they withdrew mm -hmm. the H-1B before October 1st? Yes, there is a chance for it. Okay. And is there, is there a possibility even though they filed and withdrew and like I filed a transfer, since it was not withdrew, uh, my transfer will be successful. Is there a chance for that? Yes, there is a chance for it. But there is always a chance that there is a, afterwards also they can revoke that H-1B too. Uh, next person, please. Murli. Uh, try to uh, give some description, guys. Uh, go ahead, Murli. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I have my AP valid until uh, December 5th of this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm planning to return back uh, uh, 3rd of December uh, as I'm cutting close. Is there mm -hmm. a risk? No. You're good, sir. Okay. You're good. And... Uh, and I have already applied for my AP renewal. Now I, mm -hmm. that will be canceled, right? Uh, no, we don't see them canceling the AP renewal as much as they do the regular H1B, regular advanced parole. We don't see mm -hmm. the same thing. The We don't see the same thing when you do the extension though. Okay, because I applied my extension in August. You told me that it will apply before you left the country before the approval. Will they deny it? There is a chance, very less chance that they will deny it. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Bargo. Yeah, I posted the question. My CAP exempt H1B got approved with the start date of October 1st. I'm currently working on a CAP exempt visa of university. This morning I came to Cancun, Mexico, right? Is it mandated to inform the CAP subject employer that I departed? No, you don't need to. Um, and you you don't need to inform them. It's up to you whether you want to inform them or you don't want to inform them. So is there anything they will do on the system so that it will reflect that I'm working for them from October, from today onwards? Is there anything uh, that they'll do in the system? Yeah, the most they'll, 
you know, at the most, they'll put you on the payroll of the company. But it doesn't matter, though. You left the country, you're coming back on H-1B with a cap exempt. You technically will be working. No matter what they do, it won't need you left. Okay. So there is no need to inform them, right? I'll be in good shape. Yeah, right. Okay. So, so even after coming to US, if they revoke my H-1B, will there be any problem? Or? We, we do expect that they'll revoke your H-1B because you didn't join the company. Okay. And can I use this in the future or no? For 90 Absolutely. years? Absolutely. You, you, you left the country after October 1st, right? On October 2nd. Yeah. I came this morning. You're good, sir. You're good. You can use this in the next 90 years. Thank you. Great. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Harun. Harun. Hello. Yes, go ahead. My H1B expired. Hello. Yeah. Harun, can you hear me? Harun, can you hear me? Hello. Suti, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Go to the next Hi, person. Rahul. He can't hear me. Yeah. Harun, can you hear me? Well, go to the next person, please. He can't hear us. Pranati. Let him know in the chat. Um, Pranati, are you there? Pranati. Sruti, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul, I can hear you. Oh, then why is Pranati not able to hear? Sangeeta? Pranati, we can't... Uh, I can hear you. Okay, Pranati. I have laid off uh, laid off on May 23. I have applied for H1B. We, you have an uh, approved H1B until October 2025. Yeah. I've also filed H4 before 60 days. Sounds good. H4 is now approved. So when I yeah. got an offer, do I need to ask for H1B transfer? Yes. You have to ask, transfer from H4 to H1B, ma'am. Okay, uh, got it. And when H1B transfer approved, do I need to re-enter the US? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You can transfer from H4 to H1B in premium processing. You don't have to re-enter. You can stay in this country. Okay. And can I can I work with receipt notice or not? No, ma'am. You have to wait for the approval. Okay, got it. Uh, thank you so much. Next person, please. Sangeeta. Sangeeta. Harpata. Harpata. Matali Khan. Yam Khan, yeah. Guys, you will be, you'll be requested to unmute. You have to unmute. Otherwise, your chance will be gone, guys. Sorry. Newcomer, my question is related to CAP below the timelines. My priority is October. Filed AOS and have to downgrade it to EB3, concurrently filed EB3 I140. But you didn't tell me, okay, when was the EB3 I140 approved in February 2000? In March, okay. interfile back to EB2 using supplement EB2 priorities for both. Uh, it's very hard for me to go through all these things right now, Mr. Matil Khan. I would recommend that you consult a lawyer uh, right. because if I miss just one thing, and there are too many dates that I have to remember. You give me one, two, three, four, five, six dates you have to. And if I miss one of it, it's going to ruin the whole family. I would rather want you to have a consultation to make sure that you're locked. Okay? Okay, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Otherwise, I will tell you that... I-140 must be approved, 485 must be filed, child must be under 21 CSPA, CS page, filing date must be current. All these things should happen on one day. And if that doesn't happen, the kid is not protected under the CSPA. That's a principle. Yeah, Next, Kumar, thing... go ahead. But I don't want to conclude it right now, Mr. Khan. Kumar, ready? Yeah, hi, Rahul. I posted my question in the chat. 
in the uh, document september 2 we received your request to withdraw your form an alien worker okay and completed our, we mailed you withdraw if you do not receive okay, please you originally approved in december 2 is there any effect on so when when did you left the company kumar uh which company so the, the company, company that has i140 that have i140 no. approval that's a future firm and i never joined that company actually i do you know when they withdrew the i140 um so uh, i don't know but in 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 july in july this year i think june july this year i applied a foa request and when i received that in june july then uh, it still has you know they said approved on on the you know i140 application when uh, usa is giving okay okay i would recommend that you do it again the one more time because okay. what happens sometimes is that even though the uscis receives the withdrawal request the processing time takes a longer time for them though so file one more with foia to see if there is any new information that pops up okay, okay. and if it's so, been withdrawn after 6 months then it won't have any negative impact on you if it's been withdrawn within 6 months it will have a significant negative impact on you okay so if i don't join that company when i it has a future firm also no impact of 6 months if you don't join the whether you join the company or you don't join the company is irrelevant whether they have withdrawn before 6 months or after 6 months is relevant okay 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 next person please okay uh, i have posted the question regarding experience letter and company is refusing super experience letter after i have come i have w2 pay stubs and period i worked along with joining i don't have a letter with start date and date how does it affect the i140 um there are multiple scenarios where you can avoid though. how many years of experience you have uh, i have uh, close to 11 years 12 close to 12 years of experience so if the position only requires 2 years experience for example or 5 years experience if you get 5 years experience from a different company you don't need this experience oh okay okay so you see yeah. so and also uh, we uh, we have an article on two articles on um, immigrationgirl.com blog okay and i okay. want you to i want you to look into those letters how you can experience without experience letters okay i'm going to give you the link of that thing to you sure sure that definitely but i think so if you have two years experience nobody will ask two years experience so you 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 would meet the requirement mostly if not you follow the directions from this article next person please okay thank you so much sayed abrad sayed abrad uh, hi rahul so i have uh, uh, posted my question it's regarding mm-hmm. the dio so mm-hmm. my case has been um, approved and then the investigation officer he gave an approval and also the determination yeah. letter stating that he must yeah, the one but he is running no way to be seen yeah they disappeared yes they disappeared so there is nothing mm-hmm. if they disappear to india what can they do yeah can you find that guy anywhere Yes, I know where he lives and where his company was. In you know, ha- I know, but does he have any different company than the company he has? 
that i'm not sure about that yeah you can you can give that information to them but if you go to the court though that's very expensive for you to go to court yeah what uh, the dol uh, investigation officer said that he can place it for uh, collection then maybe it depends on collection and what if they get hold of him if not then yeah yeah it's going to be very tough nothing can be done if the guy is running the show then we can get yes. him if the guy escapes it's very hard to get it yes um, it I, and he took away seven months salary that's why it's it happened yeah i know i know okay i'm sorry about yeah. that it's okay next Thank person you. please satish uh yes uh, satish you can file two different firms parallelly not a problem at all thank you for that and so that vikas vikas uh, rana hello yeah 10 years experience uh for what niw uh for 10 years of experience in uh, software testing and um, uh, i need to i'm here on uh, h4 actually and uh, i have a ma done master degree in mca and uh, i have evaluated that with ws as well so can i file an eb2 niw uh, without any uh, publications or uh, things like that uh, niw involves no publications but there are other thing what is in the national interest of uh, of usa um that we have to give you the national trust waiver though basically i have uh, like uh, 10 years of experience and uh, master degree that's, that's not that's not good enough that's okay. not good enough you have to show what is in the national interest that we should give you a green card i want you to watch this video and you can um you can consult rebecca chen in our office if you need to okay but you need okay. much more than that okay okay thank you okay rajkumar i came to us an l1 visa with my family in july what possibilities ways to apply for the green card well that's good you got into this channel mr rajkumar um, yes. but um, i think so the, the best thing would be to move to h1b though because l1b has a life of 5 years okay Yes. and if you look into the priority date you're not even if your company files for the green card you're not going to get the green card in these five years so what you need to do is you need to apply you first of all apply the green card with your current company immediately okay and then at the same time keep applying h1b's every year okay these are the two easy steps that i can tell you to do i have two kids uh, the did birth country matters one one of the child is under 2 years he, he born in emirates no unfortunately it won't benefit you though when the kid becomes adult it will benefit him though but yeah if your wife would have been born in united arab emirates it's different but if your kid is born in united arab emirates it is not good enough okay okay yeah thank you so follow my directions file the h1b yeah. file the green card asap Next After question, getting yeah, I I one forty approved, can I move back to uh, Abu Dhabi office and work uh, there? This chance you can, you can, you yeah. can, you can. If you want, you can consult us. There are different ways of getting the EB one. Uh, one other thing that you can consider is EB one A green card, though, which EB one C green card. I'm sorry. C. Yeah. But your yeah, but your company need to be cooperative with you. 
yeah yeah i'm a mechanic i'm not a software mechanical engineer i'm designing the electric vehicle calls batteries manufacturing oh. plants yeah oh really okay. that yeah. <laughs> you may even consider national interest waiver for it though yeah that's what uh, yeah you may consider national interest waiver if you want to you may want to consult with rebecca chen for it okay national interest sure. waiver is where you can file it by yourself instead of filing by the company okay on l1b also possible yes it's possible on l1b also you can file green card by yourself in stuff and it is much faster though for you to file a green card in niw you may consider that option though if you are working as a mechanical engineer but you're working in electric vehicle now that is in the high demand right now and also yes. because of the pollution and lot of other things uh, so i would strongly recommend that you should consider yourself in national entry and if you are caliber enough though you can even look into considering to ed1a okay yeah uh, i'll consult you privately okay i would recommend not consult me because i'm not proficient in either niw neither i'm proficient okay. in the uh, in the in the eb1 though but i would recommend rebecca chen would be ideal for this okay sure noted thank you we will send an email to you next person please sure anusha yeah, i am a big fan of uh, electric cars buddy hello anusha go ahead yeah hi rahul so the I question have is i have my h1b stamped and currently my amendment is being processed to change uh, changes of my client okay Uh, location through my employer due to personal reasons i need to leave to india will there be any issue when i travel back why don't you convert that into premium processing though uh i would request that uh, rahul but i i mean i'm in in a talk with my employer but that might be done once i'm in my hometown so will that be any that's so... fine that's fine ma'am if even if the amendment gets approved you can still carry it when you come into united states you have to show the passport visa which is still valid is right correct yes it is and then you will tell them that you're actually going to be uh, working on this other s797 which is fine okay so for sure i have to have the document when i'm travel back right yes ma'am oh, oh and um, okay thank you next person please okay uh i am currently an h1b set to max out on january 24th my perm is under processing applied in july 23 and set to be approved on july 24 i got married earlier this year and my spouse has approved i140 is there a way i can switch to h4 ed without any lapse in employment okay when is your 6 years expiring prithvi It's January, January twentieth. Of which year? Of twenty four, twenty twenty four. Ah, very unlikely. But I want you to do one thing though. Try it. What's the big loss? You're going to do it. What other uh, options? Yeah. You have? True. I mean, the other option is just saying staying in India for six months and working from there. So. I I would not do that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Only way is losing those two months of employment. Uh, I'm not sure my company would be okay with that, given the resource crunch they already have. So, don't want that blowback. I see what you're telling, though. But I would now let me also tell you one other thing for you, though. Even though you move on to H4 plus EAD, Prithvi. Okay. Let's assume mm-hmm. that this company will not pursue the green card option for you. 
on H4 EAD also, you can still file a perm and I-140 from a different company. And once that is approved, you can move back to H1B. Oh, got it. Uh, that way, uh, I won't have to go into CAP again. Uh, it will be CAP exempt? You, no, your CAP, once you get I-140 approved, you are exempt from the CAP for the next 90 years. The whole purpose gotcha. what we are trying to achieve is without CAP. With CAP, we know it's a disaster. We're not going to True. get into the discussion, okay? Gotcha. Awesome. Thanks, oh, Rahul. Okay, then. If you choose to go with the H4 plus EAD, we'll send the information to you. Next person, please. Rapna. Hi, Rahul. I have posted my question. Um, you're managing, does it cause any problem? What is your priority date, ma'am? Oh, it's 2021. Wow. Right now, um, there are many ways around without causing any problem for the green card. The company can always say that once you get the green card, they're going to hire you for this particular position. They can always tell, tell you that. So there are many ways ar around it. Since it's 2021, I'm not going to sacrifice my entire profession for the green card right now. 90% of the companies will be fine without doing any modification. They will file their adjustment of status for you if the date becomes current. But there are always rogue lawyers and rogue companies. 10% of the people will create problems. Because when I see what you're doing, though, I consider that as a natural progression. So I don't, if I'm your, your company lawyer, I would say you don't need another labor certification. Okay? Okay. Thank you. So I would take the promotion to 2021, ma'am. Next person, please. Jayendra? I am an F1 yes, visa returned back to India. An employer from non-profit applied for H1B in CAP exam and it's approved for visa. Am I eligible to drop box since it was applied in consular processing? Yeah. You, if you were on F1, if you have an F1 visa before, you are eligible for Dropbox. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Next, especially before December, though. Next person, please. Manidhi Jagan. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was unable to mute myself. But yeah, thank you so much. Hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Yeah. Hope uh, I submitted the form, but, uh, you know, uh, my I-94 uh, expired in March um, 2023. Um, so, but I, I have... So, 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 let me ask you this question, though. When did you enter into United States? Last year? Uh, last year, June 30, 2022. After that, did you file for the extension? Uh, no, I mean, it's going to expire on 2024. So I recently started my extension process. You're in trouble then. Oh, because... Uh, be yeah, because, because your I-94 expired... In after that identity for expired, you never. So after you entered into United States, you never applied for extension. Uh, no, I I ninety four extension, right? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I haven't not applied for I ninety four extension because you're unlawfully, you're unlawfully staying in this country though. Just because you have a seven nine seven, that's not good enough. That seven nine seven has an I ninety four. Okay. Every time right. you go outside the country, you get a new I ninety four. Right. So you went, you got a new I-94, which expired. That means you're not lawfully in status. You need to consult with your company's lawyer. There are some oh. alternatives where how to go to Mexico and come back. When is your passport stamping expired, you said? Um, passport expiry? Passport it, or passport stamping? Stamping expiry. 
March 21st, like of which year? Uh, 2023, this year. So it expired, you mean to say? Yeah, it, it expired already. Okay, you need to consult a lawyer immediately. Okay? Okay, yeah, thank you so much. Next person, please. Jagan? Yeah, hi. Can you hear me, Rahul? Yes, Jagan. You have an approved yeah. H1B from 2009, but I never used it. Never even stepped, never visited USA in the concert. I relocated to India, to UK, and the job ended in Britain. Ended up as a job ended up in Britain. Can I use? No. Since you did not use that, you did not got the stamping though. Technically, you're not counted toward it, towards it. Okay. So you have Thank to you. go through the lottery system. Next person, please. Pratap. Um, I know. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I think I posted my question. So I'm currently on I'm L1 currently on L1B and my EB1C I140 pending with you. Can we apply for 485? What is your priority date though? It is uh, it is on uh, March 2020. Uh, um, I know it's not current right now, but yeah, if in future. Current, we can, we, if it's not current, we cannot file the 485 and EAD. Only when it is current, you can file for the 485 and EAD. Okay? Yeah, but my... My question, actual question is, can we only file I-485 with EAD without AP uh, application together? You can file standalone 485. Okay. You can file 485 with EAD. You can file 485 with advanced parole. It's up to you whether you want to. But 485 need to be filed for everything. EAD okay. and AP are optional. Got it. Yeah. Why do you choose not to file them? I... So I also need to maintain status in Canada. So I need to travel back and forth. So I just need to make sure I'm not logged in for okay, six months. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Next person, please. This will be the last person I'll be speaking today, guys. Iran. Irene. Hello. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Uh, one second. Um, uh, my so form filed by my previous employer was approved. And now priority date is, but my current employer is just filing firm now. I'm told my previous employer can file I-485. Uh, what do I need to do for the previous employer to do so? Well, um, the company need, the, so the firm was recently approved, Irene? Um, okay, so so my perm filed by Microsoft, my previous employer was approved uh, like more than a year ago, but I switched ah. companies. Okay, yeah. so with the previous company that has the firm approved, and did they file an I-140 after it's been approved or they did not? I think they did. Okay, if they did file the I-140 application, I'm assuming though, I'm assuming it's either mm -hmm. approved or is it still pending? Then if the previous company can file the 485 for you. What would I need? If that's the case, you there is something called I-485J supplement. They need to sign that and they need to give you the I-140 approval. Or you can contact the oh. company's lawyer that applied the form to see if they're, if they're, uh, you should go with the company's lawyer. That's better to, instead of going from outside lawyer. So first you need to approach the HR person. Hey, I want you to file a green card. And if they want to, they can. Okay. 
um got it so i don't need an offer letter because i i heard from my current no, lawyer that, that the offer letter okay. the 485j yeah. is an offer letter i see i see got it so i don't okay. should i reach out to my previous manager yes or just straight up from hr uh, it, uh, i don't know how to convince the company to have filed a green card for you whether it's a lawyer whether it's a hr whether it's a manager you should probably in a better situation than i am to know which one is better okay okay yeah thank you so much uh thank you guys for coming the next conference call will be tomorrow and uh, before i leave we have given the details of the appointment my schedule is available online you can always make an appointment when you can have a couple of people together make an appointment also and my schedule is available online uh, and uh, please you can make an appointment there thank you guys for coming in thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.